0: Welcome to Cocoon, the podcast for wellness coaches featuring wellness coaches. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Sutherland. Think of Cocoon like a warm, supportive hug that you can listen to, because after all, wellness coaches need care too. Welcome to the second episode of Cocoon, and on this episode i have the amazing janelle parsons and just before we begin speaking to janelle who is a, a highly talented author and hairstylist, hairdresser business owner entrepreneur uh, i also want to just let you know about cocoon which is a podcast and live stream for people working in the wellness space featuring others working in the wellness space because uh, wellness coaches need care too so Welcome Janelle and Janelle, uh, you're, you've just written a book that's come out called House of yeah. Shadows mm-hmm. and it details your personal story about how you overcame generational abuse. So firstly, tell us what is generational abuse and how did you begin your journey as an author?
1: Hi, Karen, thanks for having me. Um, well, basically uh, generational abuse and trauma is when a negative or violent impact has happened through a generation and that pattern is created and they pass down that unwanted legacy to the future generations. Now, we can stop that. You can break that chain and you can have a life free of fear and full of hope. So with my journey on creating my story, putting it on paper, is now out there as House of Shadows, um, it started when I got to a point in my healing where I had done the work and during that process uh, not to feel just thrown into a system where you don't feel heard or seen or understood and you get labelled a victim or if you're the one that is doing the act you you're just the perp like the people just pigeonhole you in boxes that's what i found along my healing journey um and so i wanted with the awareness that i gained through the healing that i had done and to give back and to help shine a light on the, the tips and tricks i guess that i filled my life toolbox up with that can help others to recognize the patterns and to help create change
0: Yeah, and so you must have just thought, I have to share this. So, and why? Why was a book? Why was a a book the the mode that you decided to choose?
1: Well, I guess like when you are in that dark place of where the pain is happening, and you sometimes you can't pick a phone up. If you're uh, trapped in a violent domestic violence situation, or if you're trying to heal to break the cycle of abuse and trauma. Sometimes it's not safe to be on a device, to be Googling. Sometimes you can't get access to some help or some advice or even just that small grain of hope that you need to take you sometimes from that landing going, you know what, this is not okay. I don't want this in my life and I want to know how, how do I make the first step Because the first step's the most terrifying step to take. So the reason I chose a book uh, for this is basically just from a learnt experience. If I could just sit and have something land where I was at, no judgement, no one telling me what I should be doing, how I should go about doing something, uh, I could land and process the information and feel as though somebody else out there knows how I feel and I'm not alone. Yeah. And it's a deeply moving
0: book. I've read it. And
1: yeah, it's, um, it,
0: it, it's very raw in parts, but so real. And yeah, it's, um, it's a really inspirational book. And that's also led you to opportunities now um, for speaking, you know, opportunities and to actually become a change advocate in, mm-hmm. in this particular area. And so while doing that, while running your business, being an author, doing all that side of things, how, how do you keep your energy levels up? Because you're constantly giving and, and trying to help others. So what do you do to um, to maintain that energy?
1: There's something that took me a while to learn, to be honest, because I am naturally a giver. And when you are constantly giving and in this platform of wellness as well, where people, they need, they're absorbing it. If you're giving, they're taking, um, and so for me, in order to be able to keep being of service to others, I keep a really clean diet. I really look after my body and my mind, and um, so I'm well, I'm gluten free, dairy free. Yeah. <laughs> i am yeah. I don't I don't drink alcohol really at all, uh, and I just try to really focus inwards and listen to what what are the needs of myself. So I journal, I meditate. Um, and I just have to get away and, and ground myself in those, I guess, when you're doing that peak performance where there's so much being asked of you, I need to also give that same amount back to myself. Mm. Yeah. And it
0: sort of leads on to my next question about just how do you actually soothe yourself? So, I mean, you've been through some really traumatic events and mm. how did you learn to soothe yourself from from that, and how, how can these, this sort of help others who have to sort of go through those really psychologically and emotionally challenging times?
1: Yeah, it's hard. Like it, it is. It's it's a process that you have to love yourself more than anything else, basically. Mm-hmm. And for me, what helped in that area is I had to disappear and go into nature. I had to ground myself to allow the outside environment to be silenced and to surrender to the elements and it's just i've my dog i take my dog with me everywhere she is like what's so her um, name a sasha so she's a, a really big girl she's an english bull mastiff but she's just like a cuddly teddy bear and i think it's really important that whether you are a cat person a dog person or um a bird person i don't know whatever form of animal that you love <laughs> and, oh, that. <laughs> animals such amazing therapy like it's when you feel isolated and you feel like you can't voice yourself, um, journaling journaling is so powerful. I think people really put too much pressure on themselves though with the journaling. And so to get back to your question with what works with me is putting what's going on in here down. So it's a process of releasing, like it's not trapped anymore. So moving my body, keeping myself aligned and really focusing on that uh, that helps me to, one, recover from a high-stress situation, feel safe and just trust myself. It's mm. so important to trust yourself when you're on a healing journey.
0: Yeah. And now that you're, so, uh, you're really active working in this space, um, mm. after you've written a book and you're going out and doing this advocacy, what do you wish you knew at the beginning of this journey um, to better support you with what you're doing now?
1: To, I guess really embraced the power of saying no and yeah. also knowing when to ask for help and engage in that and just i always always thought from being i'm coming from a place of trauma where uh to i felt i had to survive so i and i had who could i trust if i couldn't trust anyone oh well i would just have to do it myself so when you go through the healing process and you come to the other side of it, where I'm sitting now and being able to actively give back and help people, um, it's super important to be able to just follow my own process. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. And so look, social media is a, a big part of what you do. So and you know we' working with you on social media. You say, you know, your content really sh- sh- says things that aren't normally said, you know, it no. really um, cuts through. And to, to talk to people who are experiencing what you went through and to help them, you know, and inspire them and to let them know that, you know, reassure them that they're not alone. Yeah. But how do you navigate social media when you're really, you know, you're not posting photos of your food? Like, <laughs> you're, <laughs> this was you're a actually...
1: Really big tradition. Yeah, is, so you're, you're
0: really, you know, do, what what sort of responses do you get? How do you navigate it? So, firstly, how um, whether there's like the feedback that you get, but also um, so that you're not sort of checking all the time to see what the, what's, what's yeah. actually happening on there.
1: So, when I've helped, what I have found is working in. I guess it's it's an uncomfortable topic to talk about, and this is why people don't talk about it. That's why there's not being any real change. It's I did not want to be like a bumper sticker slogan for domestic violence or generational abuse. I did not want to be in the victim role of things because I've healed through my journey and it's about giving back. Now, whether it is someone that you work with or whether it's a friend or a family member, they too don't want to be labelled. Yes. Um, but they and they need to be able to do this and be actively wanting to create change for themselves, and they have to do it in silence a lot of the time. So they can't just be seen liking posts or commenting. And so I have to. It's like I'm speaking out to an empty audience. That's what it can feel like at times. So it's for me. It's just knowing my message and my core values and what that message is worth, and allowing oh. it to where it needs to and letting it go, not yeah. following up, not having to check all the time because my message will be carried how it needs to be received and I just yeah. have held faith and trust in that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And my other question is so this is sort of aligned to that but have you had any stories yet Of because you've, you've been through like an amazing transformation from where you, where you started to, to now And have you heard stories from people who've read your book um, or that you've worked with who have gone through such a positive transformation like you have?
1: Yeah, at at this point where I am now, it's more people reaching out that they're grateful that someone's stepping in and holding space and talking about the situation in a way where it's not a dirty little secret anymore and it's, it's something that uh, is allowing people to feel heard and to feel seen. So I haven't so much had anyone uh, reach out from uh, another transcended, like healed point of view. I'm, what I am getting of is people going, thank you, like this is a landing. I know someone of someone who's done this or oh, I've been going through this myself and I just, I haven't spoken up because people just have an opinion and or they don't want to listen and you get told that it's too much or oh that makes me uncomfortable i don't really want to listen to it so it's it's allowing people to go you know what i have and my pain is real and i'm not alone yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and so now what are your goals for this year so clearly the first one was to get your book out and that that's going well (laughs) um so what are some of your other goals for this year
1: well, along with like promoting my book more, it's, it's not just about the book itself. It's, it's the workshops and programs that come from that. So it's about getting the message out there and helping as many people as possible. Uh, whether And I really want to get in with creating change with all sides of generational abuse yeah. and domestic violence. I don't believe that if I don't condone any actions that a perpetrator does. I do not say this for the record. I don't condone it, obviously. But they too at some point uh, have hurt so much that instead of being able to get the help that they needed, they became the pain. That lesson yeah. of pain equals love was not stopped. Yeah. So I want to work with all of it because we're all in this Totally, Yeah. So that that's that's a really important message. And I think also working with the youth. Um, so that's another really big passion area that I want to get involved with this year is in the schools and the wellness centres at schools and high schools, 16 to 18-year-olds, mm. to really help because they're already living that pattern. If there's been something that's happened in their younger child or something that's happened at home or something that's happened with the friend network or sports team or on whatever level that trauma may already be starting, they have the chance to be educated on how to start making a positive change, so they don't have to lead into adulthood carrying the trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just about unlearning. I want to educate on unlearning the lesson of pain equals love.
0: Yeah, and what a, what an important lesson that is, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, and so we're, we're and almost at the end now of our, of the the podcast and of, and of the questions I had for you, so. My final question is, what advice would you give to others working in this space to avoid burnout? Because you do fulfill multiple roles. So <laughs> you're, you know, not only are you a business owner, an author, change advocate, you're a mum as well. And so, you know, what what would advice would you give to others who are fulfilling multiple roles?
1: I guess my message with that is pretty simple, really, like short and sweet with it. It's, don't try to keep up with what everybody else is doing. Like we all started walking and talking when we were ready and able. So not getting involved in that pressure of the race, of trying to beat each other, but slowing it down and being true to whatever message, whatever you are doing, just staying really true to that and doing it to the best of your ability and marching to your own drum. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think that's the most important thing. Go at your own pace. Absolutely, that's that's amazing advice. So thank you so
0: much, Janelle, and that that concludes our second episode of Cocoon. So thank you so much for joining us because I know how busy you are. So, uh, so thank you for having thank you. me. Thank you, and and next week uh, we'll have another fabulous guest who will be announced later. So thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for watching Cocoon a podcast for people working in the wellness space, featuring people working in the wellness space. Thank you for listening to Cocoon. Join us next month when we hear more from wellness coaches on how to stay well in a profession of constant giving. After all, wellness coaches need care too. Thanks and see you next time.